Welcome to another episode of the Client Experience Architect Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hoskins, and it is my passion to guide you through crafting unique experiences for your clients to help you both maximize the value you bring and create a sales force of ranting, raving fans out there promoting your business. It is my pleasure to bring to you businesses who are crushing it with intentional customer-centric experiences and dive into what that looks like now, what it has looked like over the life of the business, and what it will look like in the future of their business. My goal is that you can snag some valuable insights to implement into your business after listening. Let's dive in. On this episode, I sit down with Jonathan of Merchandise Food. Jonathan's company provides food merchandising and retail advisory for food retailers, restaurants, and hotels. They believe that many retailers lack time, merchandising, and retail expertise to reach their potential. They pinpoint issues in existing sites or future plans and advise your team or implement projects and in-store solutions for you to improve store visuals and profits. I'm excited to share this one with you guys. Listen in on my conversation with Jonathan of Merchandise Food. Hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, joining me on the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on. Likewise, uh, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, hey, let's begin by diving a little bit uh, into the context of your business, a little bit of your background, you know, your story, how you've gotten here, you know, what your business is doing, and then what it looks like in the future. Sure. Um, Well, my company is called Merchandise Food, and I started it because I grew up in the food business. And uh, for us, we actually uh, started selling fresh produce um, with with a neighbor of ours. And it was almost like getting an MBA in a parking lot. Um, Mm. we, we were selling like high quality, fresh vegetables in many open air farmers market and became, uh, landmark vendors at these places. And, um, through a number of experiences, I realized that the client experience, um, drastically could impact business, um, when everyone else is doing the same things. And we actually saw, um, you know, over 80% sales increases year over year, um, or a year over year. And so basically, um, I just happened to be working for a gentleman at this business. And uh, he was also a PhD and the director of my uh, food marketing and distribution school program that I've graduated from uh, many years ago. And I was just at a young age mentored by this this, um, person who had a lot of international experience in the food business. Hmm. And um, so... From there, we, um, I've worked with Wegmans and traded vegetable commodities and worked for one of the large, largest privately held food manufacturers. And what I realized was that I really had worked in all different aspects, all the different components of the food business. And I had a, a good, at that point, knowledge set, and we had a decent process to start helping others reach uh, you know, their potential beyond what they ever thought they might be able to do. And so I started a consultancy. And, um, you know, just kind of like yours, we have a practice that, that helps people grow their ability to do what they're already doing. And, um, and then we're helping, uh, food retailers with their food merchandising efforts and their retail strategy. 
and uh, and a lot of surrounding stakeholders as well, like uh, architects or designers or investment groups that are um, operating these spaces. And we do a lot of work with hotels and resorts, uh, independent food retailers, you know, like your local butcher, uh, your bakers, um, your candlestick makers, those sort of things. So <laughs> sure. So that's 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 what we're doing now. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about, so let's dive a little into a little bit deeper into your business. Talk to me about what touch points um, or engagements with your clients um, are most important in your business. So because we work with uh, a lot of companies like hotels and resorts and food retailers, uh, there's a lot of specific things that limit them from being successful in their retail spaces. And what our job is, is to help them pinpoint um, and find specific hurdles that could be limiting their success. You know, what that practically means is, is are their displays set up right? Are they in the right location? Um, you know, is the lighting right? Are people moving through the space properly to optimize their results? Um, and really what that means is that the touch points we have with our clients are actually helping them affect and impact the touch points with their clients, the customers walking through their retail spaces. So that involves us working on um, store layouts and product offerings and display techniques and queuing. And we typically do this through assessing their stores or new plans for stores and then providing very specialized, detailed reports um, and real-time coaching for them. So most of the interactions that we have with them um, involve a transfer of information because we don't sell any food or anything like that. So those times that we spend with them um, are really important. So in, in those touch points, we found that when we build reports, we do something that many other companies um, aren't in a position to do because we, we build very specialized decks and we use very strong visuals because we found people pick up on those things faster and it helps them implement and understand what we're trying to say. Hmm. So charts and images and captions, and we'll see a lot of arrows pointing. And, you know, if we see a scenario where there's, uh, you know, issues with how we think people are forming a line or all the different ways people could be moving about a store, we'll literally map that out for them and spell out in a chart where we think problems could be or opportunities. So we try to make it real simple for them to understand. The other thing we do is in real-time consulting is we're spending time coaching small groups, you know, which could have a cross-section of people in management and, and upper leadership. And so um, we try to present things as, cl as clearly and simply as possible. And then we also provide a lot of regular follow-ups um, with that. When we started working, we had um, you know, a particular process of doing business. And we found by making things more visual and more regular as far as our interactions with clients, um, it helped them implement their results and achieve um, better success in the end. Sure. No, that definitely makes sense. So how do you know who your ideal clients are? Like, you know, the people or the people that you can provide the most value to, how have you determined that? Well, when I set out, I thought all the major food management companies, like, you know, your Sodexos and Marriott's and, and all of your grocery stores could use our help. And then I realized they didn't want any help. <laughs> They're already pretty <laughs> good at what they do. So our clients actually really hover around a lot of groups that aren't core, um, they're not food merchandising or food retailers at heart. So as an example, clients that we help regularly are the architects, the designers mm -hmm. themselves who are, you know, maybe asked to um, design or build spaces or lay out spaces, but they may or may not have a retail background at times. 
Um, others would involve, you know, capital groups that maybe own hotels or resorts or developers. Um, so, so some of our our clients, you know, at their at at their core, might have revenue coming from a lot of areas other than their food and beverage operations. And so those groups usually need more retail skill sets and outside advice. Sure. That's interesting. I'm curious how you, so did you end up going after some of those larger companies like the Marriott's and those types of things? And then it just flopped and it didn't work and then you had to find a different way or, or how did that really manifest that you need, you knew you needed to go after, you know, the architects or the designers or those types of uh, clients. Well, once we started to gain some inroads in the industry, and I, I must admit, some of it happened by chance. Our first introduction to the business, um, you know, what uh, a particular group we were working through at the time had a client in the resort industry who was, um, you know, admiring companies like Whole Foods and Wegmans and, and major grocery retailers, and thinking, boy, if what if we could present our food that way? And so we did help them. And, um, and then that served as the basis of a depth of work, um, that, that we could, um, you know, use as an example of how we've helped others. And, and, um, and then honestly, um, a lot of our work is, was completely organic. Um, our website drives, um, a, a lot of interest in, and, and blogging on the topic of food merchandising. So, after that initial experience, most things after that were really people inquiring of us. But that topic of food merchandising and local artisan markets and presentation of food is something on the minds of these leaders. And so they've found us um, through those organic web searches as well. Interesting. Okay. So let's say, you know, you're working with a client, um, you know, you're either during the client during like fulfilling the services or even after fulfilling the services, how do you get feedback from that client? And then how do you, you know, how do you implement that? Well, honestly, at at the moment, most of our feedback comes in the form of, of referrals or introductions to other folks they know, which has been really great. Um, (laughs) Right. um, In some ways it's been two or three levels deep where we're, we're, you know, someone's referred us and then referred us and, you know, like down the line where it's just like incredible actually. Um, And that's just because I think we provide a really unique service that's helping people optimize um, how they're operating these retail food marketplaces. Um, But I have actually intentionally pursued a a few opportunities. I had a few examples. Um, One would be, um, I, I, I like connecting with people and, and just learning from them and, and asking them questions. So I guess my inquisitive nature has, has given us some tips on how to improve our business. One was a particular um, gentleman who ran a hotel um, management and ownership group, and uh, he's now consulting as well. And when we sat down recently and had breakfast, um, he shared a lot about the industry with me. And what he also shared with me, which I thought was really nice of him, is that um, when we had done a recent project for him, I had kept my scope for our project a little higher level. Like we'll suggest what type of equipment, um, Mm. you know, and give him some general boundaries around it. And what he actually took the time to tell me was that if I had um, offered him even a larger scope and fee to move away from directional ideas and give him very specific equipment of exactly what he, he should buy for his project Mm -hmm. that he would have been happily paying us more to do that. And I just didn't think we had an opportunity to do that. (laughs) 
Um, wow. So it was it was nice. And and I regularly will sit down with with our clients. Um, and today is an example as well, where uh, I have a client who we weren't exactly sure how they would like to receive information from us, you know, whether they would prefer it as quickly as possible as we were um, developing and deriving it from others that we're working with, or if they would prefer us to consolidate it and organize it and send it all as one comprehensive package. And, and honestly, it proved to be a great conversation because I learned a lot and I understood that um, getting them information faster was of more value to them. So I learned that by asking them. Sure. Interesting. Okay. Well, good deal. Definitely a couple of uh, unique ways that you were finding that feedback and then implementing it. So what do you think is like just across the board to your clients, what do you think is most important when it comes to your clients? Hmm. Well, in today's world, people are being asked a lot. So company leaders whether it's a CEO or a food and beverage manager at the site level or a general manager at a store, there, there's a lot being asked for them. And we're, we're living in a very fast-paced environment with a lot of detailed projects happening. Um, and, and a lot of things are changing, you know, particularly in the food business, the way people are eating, the way foods are being delivered, the, the innovation within food um, is happening quickly. And so I found that one of the most important things is saving our clients time and simplifying their lives. So if I can deliver consulting services in a way, um, either advisory to help, help them mitigate that um, or, or make good decisions on a quick basis, um, I'm becoming more valuable to my clients. And uh, I'm also finding that it's, it's helping them look good. You know, our job should be to help our clients look great and have successful projects. Um, and further, if I can present ways to them, uh, information and ideas to them in ways that are, are easy to understand. Um, you know, I, we've made mistakes in the past where we've presented too much information and it's easy to overwhelm clients or paralyze them with the types of decisions they may need to make after working with a consultant. And uh, we've, we've made active steps to simplify that process over the years. And, and make awesome. our, our reporting and ideas more concise. That's great. Well, good deal. Well, thanks for giving us some context on that. So let's take a step back away from the business for a second. And uh, t- tell me about a favorite challenge or a, a, you know, a failure or an apparent failure that you've faced in your life. And how has that actually set you up for later success? Well, to be honest, uh, I my entire business was was based upon uh, you know a, a challenge that that our family overcame when I left my my corporate job um, uh, with a with a major grocery chain, and where where I'd been um, involved in a management program and, and doing well, but had just felt like I really was someone who who wanted to be. Um, more entrepreneurial, and a friend of mine approached me for a. a historical redevelopment project that he was pursuing, which involved a cafe and an inn. And I jumped ship and began working with this group uh, later to find only three months later that a source of funding did not close. And my wife and I were sitting in a meeting (laughs) where I needed to start finding something to do pretty quickly. And I I didn't have the the opportunity to turn around and head back to where I was. Um, 
And so uh, I quickly began finding clients and projects locally, but that whole scenario prompted our move to the the Philadelphia region um, in Southern New Jersey and served as the basis, uh, you know, a good, a good breeding grounds to start a business because it's so close to Philadelphia, New York and Washington, DC. It was a a very highly densely populated and, and, you know, foodie type area in a sense uh, with a lot of businesses who could use some help. And uh, in moving down here, uh, I quickly was able to, uh, you know, providentially able to connect with uh, the leading specialty food store uh, in Philadelphia and a, a major, major agritourism farm that, that sold a lot of fresh produce and baked goods and, and uh, has a robust marketplace called Johnson's Corner Farms. And so we've been able to, uh, to help them. And th- those were the early first few clients I had uh, before we started, uh, you know, snowballing from there. Hmm. All right. Well, good deal. So do you happen to have a quote or, a, you know, like uh, something that someone said that you live your life by or think of uh, often? Well, that's a good question. Uh, for me, it's, it's not as much professional it is my, as my personal faith. Um, you know, it, it, today's world can be so easily focused on, uh, you know, your business and results and finances and, and the fast-paced nature of life. Um, you know, I, I actually... I was thinking about this and a, a thought that came to mind was be still and know that I'm God. And, and for me, that faith is important in the midst of everything else going on and intense projects and fast paced deliverables and everything else. Uh, it's grounded me. So. Good stuff. Well, thanks for sharing that. So let's take a step back. Let's go to go back in time for a little bit. You know, you're sitting across the seat from, you know, your 20 year old self. What would you tell you know your 20 year old self if you could look back and kind of give some advice or give you know some thoughts well i I used to highly admire uh, you know visionary thinking and brainstorming um, and i still do but what i realized is that uh, you know the, the greatest brainstormers in the world of all these different ideas only a few of those things will ever come to be and um one of the greatest um things that I've learned since then is, is focusing in on, on my core strengths. Like there's a lot of things we could sell as a company or do as a professional, but some of those things are going to be really, um, you know, in your wheelhouse and things that you really do well. And so Mm -hmm. I think merchandise food has been a, an example of that, um, really focusing on, uh, on this niche area that, that people are needing help with these days. Um, and I didn't always do that back, back in those times, I I pursued a lot of different business ventures and opportunities. And honestly, a lot of them were a waste of time and I've learned from them, but I wish I had just focused on my core gifts and abilities. Sure. That's good stuff. So what's, what's one key takeaway from our conversation or, or from what you've seen with maybe your clients or some of the clients that they're working with, um, you know, one key takeaway from our conversation that, you know, for our audience to implement um, in their business regarding client or customer experience. I think I alluded to this before, but I think um, t- taking some time to consider how your business makes your customer's life easier and simpler hmm. and faster, um, you know, 
I want to be able to walk into a space and buy something that gives me time back um, when I'm when I'm running around and working and picking up my children and doing things that are necessary. Um, you know, and I think for us in helping our clients, we tie that to specific elements of their business. So for example, uh, in a food retailer, you know, the fact that you might offer bottled water could save a client time um, or, or how you present foods in a grab and go format versus, you know, having to wait in today's day and age for someone to, to take some tongs and open up a display case and reach in and grab a pastry when I could have already had mm-hmm. it and, and been through the system. So, you know, all of those little details and in the areas that we consult on in retail food spaces really tie back to that, making your customers' lives easier. You know, having the right product mix in your space makes your customers' life easier because now they're you're aligning their needs and wants with what you have available for them, um, you know, from a convenience standpoint. And I, I think if we apply those principles to whatever business we're in, um, I think we can be more successful and, and have more um, engaged satisfied customers. Wow. No, I think that's that's a good point that you made. I mean, so save your clients time, simplify, and find that way in your business of how you can make your client's life easier. And that that point that you, you know, that, that made my ear ears perk up is is, you know, trying to figure out a way to buy time back or get time back because you know everybody talks about you know time is the you know only non-renewable resource and so if you can find a way to to help them get that back i mean that's that's huge yeah and i think it you know even for you or other consultants there's there's a element of technology that we can implement you know today i'm using a lot of of apps to help schedule meetings you know, who really wants to go back and forth eight times to schedule an appointment with me? Sure. Makes sense. <laughs> you know, and, and there's so many things along those lines that are helpful. You know, when we submit a contract, you know, do I need to wait to have them ask me for a W-9 and go back and forth three times? <laughs> or can I send that? And can I send all of my invoices up front so they're available? You know, how can I sure. minimize... Uh, back and forth and all of those little annoying things we have to deal with on email or whatever. I'm looking to simplify that with, with our clients and, and helping our clients implement, uh, simplify it with theirs. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So are there any, uh, Jonathan, are there any exciting projects or new things that you or your company have coming up that our listeners should hear about? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, we are working on developing a training program for food merchandising, um, which will be um, unveiled in the future here uh, with our with our training partner, a notable um, iconic uh, group in the U.S. And um, we're we're also working on um, bringing in some um, very proprietary ideas that that don't exist in the United States for approaches to merchandising. Um, you know, from our consulting standpoint, we're working on notable projects in the hospitality industry that are that are in, in offering advice that's shaping the direction of, of how hotels and resorts, for example, will offer food to their customers. 
um, you know, helping build um, the elements of, of a lot of hotel brands and, and what that mm-hmm. looks like when you uh, stay overnight in a hotel, you know, whether it's a, whether it's a, you know, a focused service hotel um, that's more, you know, smaller rooms and a modern sort of feel or whether it's a full service hotel. And um, we're, we're I, I can't, we're, you know, we're working on confidential projects, but we're really excited about some of the things that you might be seeing in the local hotel or food store near you down the road. Very good. Well, just in case, or, or how can our listeners get in contact with you or your company and to just to keep up with that and so that they can keep an eye out for it. Sure. Thanks. Um, well, uh, you know, our website, merchandisefood.com, uh, you know, we're always open to connecting with folks on LinkedIn once we've had a chance to meet. So I always encourage a conversation before we connect socially. Uh, let's just see if there's opportunities, um, to connect and collaborate. And, uh, you know, my website's merchandisefood.com and jonathan at merchandisefood.com is a, is a good way to reach out. Very cool. Well, Jonathan, it's clear that you're passionate, you know, about your clients, uh, and how they experience your business and then even providing ways to you, you know, your clients for their clients, uh, to increase that experience. And so it's just cool to see that trickle down effect. And I appreciate you for being, uh, being on the podcast and thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening in on another episode of the CX Architect podcast. As always, we would love to get your feedback on this episode and other episodes. If you liked it, if you pulled out any nuggets to implement, things like that. If you like this episode and are listening on your phone, take a quick screenshot and post it to Facebook or Instagram. Let me know what you thought and then use hashtag CX Architect and tag me in it so I can see your feedback. You can also head over to clientexperiencearchitect.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes and a place to leave some feedback. Please let us know what you'd like to hear more of. And if you like the show and believe others might benefit from it, we'd love it if you share it up and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Doing that will help more people discover the show. And with that, I appreciate you and thank you for listening. Have an awesome day.